Welcome to Take It From The Iron Woman. My name is Susanne Müller, your host and the Iron Woman. This podcast is about empowering yourself and others to make real changes in the world. You will hear from everyday, smart, sophisticated, hip people like you and me. Not everybody has to be an Iron Woman to impress the world. Together, we will learn from the sports and business leaders how you can become a more successful person as an entrepreneur or a leader. It's one step at a time, one day at a time. Take your steps now. Take your big steps now. Join me on this journey to success. Take it from the Iron Woman. We only have special guests. We have spoken to Julia before. She has done the 50 states once, twice, and she will be completing it a third time. That means she has run a marathon in every single state of the US. She's addicted to running. Let's hear more from her. Thank you so much, Julia, for having us on the journey. Feels like we need to put on the running shoes and go with you. It's so motivational. And it seems like you're helping so much other people while you are completing also your goals. You're a massage therapist, you're a yoga teacher. I'm a certified health coach. One of my passions is nutrition. And I have been plant-based for 24 years and I help others try to get more plant-based because studies show that it's better for us. And I don't know any other way to live. And when a lot of people meet me and they find out I don't eat any animal protein, they always ask me the same question. Where do you get your protein? I, I say, if you're interested, I can help you transition. I like to help people transition because it's sometimes challenging. When I first started, there was no internet, if you can believe that. I did it all by myself. And so now there's no reason for someone to do it by themselves. I'm here to help. Especially with the internet, it's so much easier. We Google everything. And I think, especially for me, the running has also helped me to eat healthy. Not that I eat junk food, but I remember when I trained hard, I had the urge of re-eating more like carrots or apples rather than, I mean, I still eat chocolate, but I was just gearing towards the healthier options rather than like the processed food or the junk food. It's amazing what running does to us. It does. Instead of going out late at night and drinking, now I'm in bed at 10 o'clock because I have a race at six in the morning. And instead of eating pizza and beer, now I'm eating quinoa and black beans because I need the energy for my, my morning run. Running transformed me in so many ways. It's for my health, mental, physical, spiritual. It's pretty much changed everything about me. Now it's my passion to help others run their best lives. If they find out, well, if I eat this way, maybe I'll have more energy. If it works for them, then I'm, I'm happy that I can help. I'm sure you inspire many people with your lifestyle. I, I'm a running coach and I hear of many people say, you inspired me. That's the best reward I can get when people say, because of you, I'm running more. I'm like, oh, thank you so much. What have you seen in other people? Maybe we shift a little bit into what you do on a regular basis, but we also want to hear the training that you do. You mentioned you go to bed at 10. What time do you get up? What is your routine? I typically am in bed by 9.30. I read a little bit and go to sleep. I'm always reading something body related. <laughs> I wake up and I run fasted. 
I've learned that I run best when I don't have any food in me, only for an hour a day. I practice chi running, which is a form of running that I land softly on the balls of my feet and kind of kick myself in the butt. And I run minimalist style. I hardly wear shoes. I wear very, very, very thin non-shoe shoes because as a licensed massage therapist, I learned how to use my body really, really well. And I know that when I wear cushiony shoes, I can feel it in my muscles versus when I have no shoes, I'm landing softer. It's counterintuitive. A lot of people think more cushioning is better, but it's actually weakens your muscles, your peroneals, your, your body's designed to run without anything. And I, I found out what works for me, pretty much what I do. I wake up and I run and I come home and I have a giant shake full of vegetables and nuts and seeds and all kinds of powders. And then in 2012, I did something crazy. I ran 38 marathons that year because I was going for something called titanium, where I needed to do 30 marathons in 30 states in 365 days. And I did it because chi running and being healthy, I mean, healthy diet and of course, regular body work. I get a massage every week. I don't just give a massage. I get massage. It's important to me. I find when I don't get my regular treatments, that's when I start to break down. So as long as I have a maintenance massage every week or 10 days, no more than I stay injury free. And for the listeners, tell us about titanium. I know we spoke about uh, marathon maniacs. And when I wrote my book, Take It From the Hind Woman, I researched a little bit what the maniacs are and tell the listeners what it is. It's amazing. It's the not maniacs crazy. Have become my family. Um, it's people who don't necessarily run fast, but run a ton. They do volume. I did some research. What are the levels that there is? It's about volume rather than pace. We start off by running two marathons in 16 days, which brings you to the lowest level, but allows you to qualify. That's called bronze. And then the next level you do, I think, four marathons in two months. And that takes you to the next level. And then you go to gold. And eventually, at the highest level, which is what I wanted to achieve, titanium, the strongest medal, you do either 30 marathons in 30 states in 365 days, or you can do 52 marathons in 52 weeks. And I just thought, okay, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to get to my 50-state goal, and I'm going to get to the highest level of the marathon maniac goal. And I decided, okay, why not? I went for it. And that was between 2011 and 2012. I really didn't know if I could do it, but because the maniacs were doing it, I made friends that were doing it. And I saw a lot of other people doing it that inspired me. I thought I was doing so much by running a marathon a month, which is what I was doing before I met the maniacs. And that everyone else thought was crazy. 12 marathons in one year, who can do that? But then that's the beauty about running. No matter what you're doing, you find somebody who's doing a little bit more who's doing slightly more than you are. And you think, what if I could do that too? What if that's possible for me? I think the maniacs became my family. I wanted to push myself to the next level and they provided a plenty of opportunity to do that. I found races I didn't know existed and I made friends, which was so important to me. I made other friends, other, I met other people who were willing to do crazy things like that. We would do two marathons in one weekend and covering two states with one airfare was cost effective and fun when you do it with a group of people. 
that's how it started. Eventually, the more people I met, the more maniacs, friends that I made, the more races I got pulled into because I wanted to spend time with them. Oh, my new friend, someone is doing a race somewhere. I want to do that too. And it becomes addictive. You just want to keep adding and adding. I'm grateful that my body held up. I think it held up because of my regular body work and my raw food, pretty much vegan diet. But that's pretty much why I wanted to become a licensed massage therapist so I can nurture my body and heal it before it breaks down so I could mitigate injuries to myself. And what about the planning? I mean, you also need to plan out. So we have a nine to five job. Obviously, when you're a massage therapist, it's, it's my, it might be a little different, but I see you sitting on the computer, like finding airfares, finding races. How does that work? That's another job in itself. Because before I became a licensed massage therapist, I was an accountant. I'm really good at planning things and putting things in order. And I have spreadsheets for everything. And so I created spreadsheets for all the races and meeting the other friends that I met. We were able to share hotel rooms and share cars, but made it more cost effective. And it made it, of course, more tangible. I learned how other people were doing it and they inspired me to keep planning on my own. I mean, the planning element was also something I enjoyed as an accountant, as a Virgo, as someone who likes to put things in order. It's all about the planning. I had a guest on my podcast and he has done only half marathons, but he did fifth in all the States in one year, half marathons. And he was a consultant. Whenever he had uh, the weekend off, he traveled to someplace, but he also had a spreadsheet. I think for the listeners, it's about discipline, what I hear. It's about having a spreadsheet. It's about planning. But then what I also hear, it's about the support. You met a lot of people. Planning definitely was important. The planning was essential. And of course, the inspiration from my uh, newfound friends, you have to have the desire first and foremost to do something that you thought was humanly impossible at once. It's only when you leave your comfort zone that you can actually grow. And I always wanted to grow. I always wanted to keep growing and keep learning. And the maniacs provided an opportunity that I didn't know existed. I didn't even know that people could do so many races. But now you can see Shalane, who did six world races in 42 weeks. And I think that that's a true maniac. Yes, he is. The body and, is remarkable. And look at her times. 2.40 was the slowest. Very impressive. And for the listeners, we don't want to intimidate them like, we all ran our first marathon. This we keep always in our heart. I just spoke to a first-time marathoner and I was like, wow, how nice <laughs> what you learned, what, what you could have done better. What is it that keeps you going? That's a great question. I think what keeps me going is waking up in the morning and saying to myself, who do I want to be? Do I want to be that person who just sleeps and dreams about what they want? Or do I want to be the person who wakes up and chases my dreams? I think it's important to me to always try to challenge myself and push myself past my comfort zone. And like I said, inspire others to do the same. Just like the maniacs I met that inspired me, perhaps I will meet someone on the plane when I tell them what I'm doing this weekend where I'm going and what I'm doing. And that, that might spark an interest in them. And they can say, well, if she can do it, maybe I can do the 5K this weekend. I always say it starts with one step at a time, one day at a time, one mile at a time. 
Julia, thank you so much for all the insights. You're a true inspiration. And we know the marathon maniacs have inspired you. I know a few of them as well. I know it's a truly wonderful group that you have met and keep going, keep inspiring. Thank you so much for all your insights. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure to speak to you and have a happy holiday. Thank you. You too. Thank you again, Julia, for your insights, your motivation and your inspiration. Keep inspiring more. You're phenomenal. You're a role model for many with your journey from being on the crutches to being a marathon runner of 258. Take it from the Iron Woman. We have episodes every Monday, every Wednesday. There's something for everybody, something from interesting people, inspiring people, people who have a cool story. It can be you. Thank you so much for your support and download Take It From The Iron Woman or Lipstick Leadership. Both books are available for you to read. Now is the time to read and learn about myself from my journey from Switzerland to New York to 26 marathon races and one Ironman race. Thank you so much for your support. See you next time. Bye-bye.